Hey, I'd like to welcome you to another episode of the Mission Matters Marketing Podcast, your source for all things marketing. My name is Adam Torres. You can follow me on Instagram at AskAdamTorres. Keep up with my book releases, book tour schedule, signings, all that other good stuff. Always love to connect with you there. And as always, if you'd like to apply to become a co-author of one of my upcoming books, just head on over to the website, missionmatters.com, and click on Become an Author to Apply. All right, so today I have Jack Chen on the line. He's co-founder and CEO over at Swidia. Jack, welcome to the show. Thanks for having me, Adam. All right, Jack, so excited to get into today's topic, so performance and growth marketing for startups. Um, but before we get into that, let's get a little bit further into what you're doing over at Swidia. Uh, tell us a little bit more about the company, please. Yeah, no problem at all. We are a team based in Chicago. Uh, we're a team of specialists that have a track record of growing and scaling startups through performance and growth marketing, just like you said. Um, and hopefully by the end of our relationship with startups, what we can come out is uh, developing a self-sustaining marketing program that brings in new leads, users, customers, and eventually that consistent revenue stream that they're all looking for. Uh, and I've had the absolute pleasure of working some with some uh, fast-growing startups, and, and we hope to keep that going. Man, I love it. And uh, that's, a, that's a great transition. So uh, let's just jump right in. So performance and growth marketing for startups. I mean, where do you want to begin with this one? Uh, I, I think it's important to kind of start with the, the problem at hand and kind of the industry as a whole. Uh, I think it's a great place to start. All right. So, so, so give, give it to us. What's the problem? <laughs> where, are they, where, are they, where are they starting? Come on. Cool. So, I, I mean, I'll, I'll tell you the problem, I guess, that people are trying to solve. Um, and then I'll tell you what I think the real problem is um, and how, how we're handling that. So just quickly setting the stage, uh, Adam, you're a high-growth B2C company, right? You're venture-funded. You could be a B2C product. You could be a tech marketplace, whatever it is. You're, you're killing it. Uh, and let's say you have funding from a VC and you got your product market fit validated. Right now, you're starting to look for new users. You want to acquire new users, and you want to start getting ROI to a point that's profitable, right? Uh, so you've got maybe three to four people in-house. You've got a product person, a marketing person. They're wearing a million hats, as usual. And now that you have funding, you've got investors breathing down your neck, expecting you to scale. So what this kind of leads into is you know, high-growth companies needing market insights, results, much faster than traditional companies. Right. They, what I like to say is they need massive growth in a short period of time on limited budgets, which is a, a pretty difficult problem to solve. Right. Uh, mm-hmm. And what often happens is they end up burning cash on marketing campaigns that don't generate that important insight, those users, and then obviously ROI. Uh, so that's the main problem that's, that's occurring right now in the marketplace for venture funding startups. And so where do you find – I mean, where do you find some of the let's go obviously we can talk about the the full like solutions, but what do you think yeah, is some yeah. of the low the the low hanging fruit for some of the startups that are out there listening right now that you and I know this is gonna change by the way from company yeah, to company, right. founder to founder, their experience and all those other things, but I do know that certain themes tend to arise with the amount of companies you work with. Um so what is some of that low hanging fruit that you think startups should be thinking about like immediately if they know that their game plan's kind of off? Yeah, I think what's what's important is developing a component of growth and product strategy along with the marketing. You know, as you're growing your startup, there's a couple important elements. On the media marketing side, it's all about that CAC and LTV ratio that they've heard a million times, right? Um, you've got to get your users. You've got to grow across several channels. And how does it all work together as a growth mm-hmm. right, process? On the product side, it's about testing the new features, 
um, who are the audiences that you want to test, to what are the in-app experiences if you're a tech company that you need to improve. And then, you know, as you have these this marketing and products, what's going to end up happening is you're going to get a lot of data. Um, and what we've seen is, you know, data as startups is a tough job, and it's one of the most important jobs, especially if you're a tech startup, uh, e-commerce as well, right? And when you have all this data, you're not a Fortune 500 company, 1,000 company. You don't have all these resources, right, to build these yeah. data architectures. And so what, what's really important is finding that specialized operating partner or even doing it yourself, uh, making sure that you're, you're tracking all this attribution. Where are the users going? How are they experiencing it in your app or, or your website or your product, right? Um, and, and how are all of this coming together to serve that need that they're trying to hit with investors, right? What are the investor goals? How can you keep building that traction? So I would always look at, you know, how are you scaling your users? That's the first part of it, right? Mm -hmm. And then the second part of it is how can you start testing things within your products that can give you meaningful results? If you're a tech app, you already know what to do, right? What, what are the, the barriers that you need to remove? What are the user flows? Uh, if you're a physical product, that may be the website experience, that may be the conversion experience, and so forth. Um, and then finally, just working backwards, right? It's pretty pretty common for most startups to say, cool, here's a track record that we need to hit for getting these investors um, their solutions that they want to see uh, and the results they want to see. So let's work backwards and see what, what do we need to attribute, how are we going to clean up our data, how do we prove these numbers out. So I would say those three things, um, in no particular order of importance, are actually pr pretty pretty um, relevant for a startup at any size. So um, in terms of, um, and you may or may not see any, but you, I mean, you have a unique vantage point being, you know, working with um, startups specifically in your niche. Uh, any kind of trends that you notice that are just interesting to you right now? Um, more so on the, the marketing side? Yeah, uh-huh. Yeah. Because I, I, I mean, what, the, I mean the yeah. data. I mean everything else. It changes so fast. <laughs> no, I, I, so, so I, I'm always asking people, and they're like, "Why do you do this podcast?" I'm like, "Cause I'm learning from my company too." So, tell me the trends. Let me know what's going on, Jack. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, I, I think what's uh, what's most important is when you're a startup, um, you're trying to find the most popular, affordable, and reliable reliable ways to scale, right? In general. Mm -hmm. um, and so, if we're speaking about marketing in particular, there's a couple of places you can start at, right? The first thing, hands down, 100% paid social, right? So whether that's Facebook, Instagram, uh, Snapchat, Twitter, and TikTok. Because what ended up happening is Facebook and Instagram and Google accounted for 70% of the digital ad spend in 2019. That wow. is a lot of it, right? Wow. So what ended up happening was these other platforms got really insecure, and they're saying, okay, Poor Right. What is going on? Like, why, why is all this marketing spent on Facebook? Clearly, they have a superior ad product. Um, guys, we need to, we need to catch up. Um, and so they did. They spent some time and, and they matured their ad products, both self-serve and IO. Um, and now you're starting to see all these other platforms emerging. Um, they were there before, right? But yeah. I can tell you right now, like, in this period of time, March 10th, 2020, um, in the midst of this quarantine and, you know, insanity, that digital ads is insanely cheap. CPMs are mm -hmm. dropping to levels that you have never seen before. You're getting Christmas seasonal level of return and spend um, and results during, during these times. Um, and so Snapchat CPM has been the talk right now. Uh, if you're not running ads on Snapchat or if you're not utilizing ads on Snapchat, please get on that, right? Um, both organic, um, whether that's through an influencer, you're generating content yourself, or you're doing a campaign or running ads, 
Snapchat is the place to be, right? Twitter just as well, uh, and TikTok, I don't even need to, to start there. We all know it's that crazy thing that's going on that, that everybody's trying to get on, right? Just start um, sending your, your products to influencers. I've noticed the big trend where DTC brands or even app brands are just saying, hey, guys, like, just try it for free. I'm going to send you the product for free. And all I ask is that you try it out, and if you like it, make a TikTok video. Um, and you're starting to see all these little growth hacks come about amidst the quarantine time because these influencers have nothing to do at home. They can't go outside. They can't, you know, hang out with their friends. They're just at home creating content. And so I would say paid social, um, not even paid, just social in general, right? Um, paid if you can afford it, right, because you can scale it, measure it, and iterate on it uh, is the best place to be right now. Uh, the second thing I would, I would look into in terms of a trend is paid search. Um, and, again, right, during amidst these times, it's all about fulfillment. So when you're typing something in Amazon or your in-app searches or Google and, you know, unfortunately being, you know, kind of getting, getting the rough end there, um, what are they typing in? You know, people are inputting so much of their digital uh, needs and intent uh, through Google, through in-app searches, and you can really start to see the trend on what are people searching now that they're at home more often, right? And mm-hmm. when you have demand fulfillment in place, it's so much easier to convert them because they're already searching for that. The intent has already been generated. And so paid search is, uh, is definitely one to not underestimate. Um, and then finally, I always say don't ever forget about email marketing. Uh, email marketing has always got the shorter end of the stick because, um, you know, people feel like it's spammy and it's old and open rates are low and conversion clicks are low, but it is still one of the most affordable um, and, and highest ROI generating methods of working with a list that you already have. Right, especially your lower middle funnel, and you need to reactivate them, you know, to try out your product in different ways and so forth. So um, that's a long-winded answer. Hopefully, that answers some questions. No, you answered so you answered so much, and no, it was perfect. And I always tell people, I'm like, hey, do not sleep on that email list. That email list is the best ever, and that's the way to connect with your community. Your client base is your community. Um, People, I mean, if you if you're not generating content for them, or if you don't have anything to send them, then shame on you. That's the native part of things, and you need to come (laughs) up with some content and add some value so that you can send them an email. If you can't do that, then you're messing up. Adam, you sound like uh, you know what you're doing. <laughs> I can see it. <laughs> well, I don't know. I I, I do uh, not not to brag about email open rates over here, but yeah. uh, <laughs> 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 that's too funny. <laughs> that's all I got. That's all I got. I got low everything else, but no, I got no, a good thing. <laughs> I love it. Man. I so, love it. So, Jack, that being said, um, if somebody's listening to this and they want more information on Swidia or to connect, two-part question. Um, first part, um, what are the right types of businesses and or niches that you like working with? I know startups, but is it all startups? Is there certain niches that you prefer versus others? And that's first part of the question. Um, second part, what's the best way for them to follow up? Yeah, no problem. So the type of clientele we absolutely love working with and stepping up the challenge with um, is, in fact, startups. Uh, startups mainly in the seed, series A, B, C stages. Usually if you have some type of marketing spend ready to, to allocate, then we're your right partners, right? Uh, the second type is, you know, not just startups. You don't have to be a startup. When I say high-growth companies is who we work with, VC-funded startups is one particular segment of it. We also love to work with DPC companies, self-made companies, uh, CPG companies, all of the sorts, as long as you can benefit from 
um, the proper marketing and growth strategy than, than where your ideal client. This usually ranges typically from the 1 million to 100 million revenue range as well. So I know that's a huge range, but that usually typically kind of covers the, the field for, for small businesses and, and uh, startups and high growth companies. Awesome. And what's the best way for them to reach out? And if you have any questions, I'd love to just have conversations. Uh, I'm pretty active on LinkedIn, so you can search us on LinkedIn, Swedia, uh, or you can go to Swedia.com. Uh, just have the blast and check out what we do, and we've got a great creative portfolio that I'm sure you'll, you'll dig and, and reach out to us for, for anything we uh, can help you with. Awesome. Fantastic. Well, hey, Jack, great having you on the show today. appreciate all the tips um, and, and you gave to startups and to myself and everybody else listening. Um, and to the audience, as always, thank you for tuning in. Hope you got a lot of value out of this. If you did, don't forget to subscribe to the podcast, uh, leave me a review on the Apple iTunes store, and if you're watching this on our YouTube channel, Mission Matters Marketing, definitely give us a subscribe there, but also uh, leave us some comments in the video. I'd love to know what kind of projects and things you got working on. Um, and Jack, thanks again for coming on.